Hello, welcome to A Disciple's Tidbit, a small seed of information to help grow your faith. My name is Craig, and I want to invite you to sit back and enjoy this mini-episode. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of A Disciple's Tidbit. So it is April 1st. This isn't an April Fool's joke at all, not one bit. But since Easter is coming up on the 4th, being this Sunday, I wanted to cover something that has always been near and dear to my heart. Uh, Not so much about Easter, but my commentary and thought about Easter and Christmas specifically. So I'll just jump right into it. So a lot of people, obviously Easter is about the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead after he was crucified, right? He was crucified for the sins of the world or the sin of the individual believer, who's obviously also incorporated with the world. And then Easter commemorates the resurrection from the dead. And obviously there's another holiday that we celebrate largely within Christianity called Christmas, basically whenever we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ and what he would eventually do for us on the cross, right? Which kind of Christmas and Easter kind of obviously very much go hand in hand. But a lot of Christians oftentimes will say, you know, especially like this week, will say, are you preparing your hearts for Easter? And it's like, well, I'm a Christian, so I pretty much celebrate that every day. And again, with Christmas, are you preparing your hearts for Christmas? I pretty much celebrate that every day. I thank God for Jesus Christ every day. So my thought process for this episode of this tidbit is I would contend. There's nothing wrong, by the way. I'll say this real quick first. There's nothing wrong with people celebrating a particular event on a given day. Within the New Testament, you know, I believe it was the Apostle Paul talked about one person considers one day more sacred than another, and that's fine, right? So celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ on Easter and just really going all out for that, that's fine if you want to do that. But I would contend that every single day that a believer draws breath on this earth and is alive for Jesus Christ that day should celebrate both occasions every single day. And I know that probably if a pastor were to listen to this or even other Christians, they're like, well, of course we do. We just like to celebrate more so on this day. And that's all well and good. The reason I say that, too, is because a lot of people will not darken the door of a church except for these two holidays. They see it as, well, I'm paying my religious duty before God, so therefore I'll get my credits whenever I get there. Hopefully my good outweighs my bad, which that's not how it works. That's not how God works. That's not how people are saved. People are saved by believing and trusting by faith alone in the death of Jesus Christ on the cross for our sins, in his resurrection from the dead, and confessing Jesus as Lord. And by doing all of that, we turn away from our life of sin. If you're a non-believer listening to this, that's exactly the way you're saved and how you, quote unquote, earn credit before God. Everything we do is seen as apart from our faith in Jesus Christ, of course, everything we do is seen as filthy rags before God. In Isaiah, it says our righteous acts are like filthy rags before him. In Ezekiel chapter 36, God even likens the conduct of people that are in sinful rebellion against him as during a woman's monthly 
uncleanliness period. And within the old covenant, a woman was unclean for a period of time while she had her period, right, for that month. And that's how God likens our righteous acts when we're in sinful rebellion against him. God does not look favorably upon righteous acts. So if you're going to church this Sunday doing your religious duty, know that that will not be seen as favorable in the eyes of God. The only thing that will be seen as favorable in the eyes of God is if you trust and believe in Jesus Christ alone by his shed blood on the cross and his resurrection from the dead to save you. That is the only thing that works before God because we can't do anything in of ourselves. We are dead in our trespasses and sins. What can dead people do for themselves? Nothing. They just lay there. There has to be an outside force come and quicken that person to life. And that person obviously is Jesus Christ, what he did for us on the cross that God sent in the flesh to do this for us. So now speaking to the Christians, we really need to make sure that we as believers are in essence celebrating these two holidays every single day. And that's not to take away from your celebration of Easter. I wish you happy Easter. If you want to celebrate, that's wonderful. That's great. But I do want to stress that this is something we should celebrate every single day. And if you're a non-believer in Jesus Christ, just simply going to church on these two days is not going to do anything in the eyes of God for you. What I want to do is talk to you a little bit more about that if you're a non-believer in Jesus Christ in the segment coming up here in just a few seconds. At this point in the podcast, I want to reach out to you. And if you have never done so, if you have never entered into a saving relationship with God through the Lord Jesus Christ, I want to invite you to do that today. All you need to do is believe. Believe that Jesus was who he said he was. He was God in the flesh. Believe in your heart that he died for your sins and rose from the dead. Confess him as Lord. And the Bible says that you will be saved if you do that. If you truly believe in your heart that Jesus is who he said he was and that he did exactly what he said he would do for you, you will be saved. It is simply that easy. A lot of people say prayer, prayer. And that's great to confess and put your mind and your heart and everything through a process, if you will, to be able to embody what's already taken place in your heart by simply saying, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins. I believe in my heart that you were raised from the dead. And now I confess you as Lord. Please take control of my life. And I want to follow you for the rest of my days. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. That's all you need to do. And your life will change. Your life will change, not necessarily materially, not necessarily in terms of the world, but your life will change as far as your relationship with God. And you can know for certain that you're saved. The apostle John wrote that when he was pinning first John, he says, I write these things to you that you may know that you have eternal life. Not that you can hope, not that you can wonder, but that you can know. 
Ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9 says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. I want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. If you'd like to get in touch with me for any reason, I have the links for the social networks that I am connected on in my bio for this podcast. I'm also available at Gmail at DisciplePOV, that's D-I-S-C-I-P-L-E-P-O-V at gmail.com. If you have anything that you would like to convey to me, such as something you agree with, something you don't, or anything else, or if you did receive the Lord Jesus Christ into your life, I'd love to hear from you today and to assist you on your new eternal journey.